Welcome to the Pro Wrestling For You podcast. Snap, crackle and cheap pops. And here's your host, Mr. Phil Woodvine. Gents, how the devil are you all doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Decent, yeah. yeah. Locked, lockdown fatigue setting in, but otherwise, you know. I mean, uh, let, let's be honest. I mean, you're all, I, I mean, just just chuck your ages at me just so I can feel worse about myself. How, how old are you all now? As, um, of, as of I'm a few days ago. Just not. 19, I think. So we're at 19. I'm 15. I've just not aged well. Made <laughs> like milk at that rate, mate. hard paper rounds. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm I'm only I'm only twenty, so we typically tend to bully Andy for uh, being old. <laughs> being old, yeah. For those of us that are a dec- like Andy's age plus a decade, I'm going to say nothing. So whatever. <laughs> no, like, it's, like when when we're thinking about doing this show, and it was only today that we said, you know what, let's just do it, is because we've been talking about getting this show on for ages anyway, but. We've kind of taken a bit of time off. I think you three guys are the perfect sort of participants to kind of get this back on the road because you're all very young into your careers. I mean, obviously, two of you are very, very young anyway. Now, when I was 20, a year felt like an absolute lifetime. A year when I'm 36, it's slightly different. It's like, oh, God, it's Christmas coming up soon again. Oh, piss off. Like, it's time goes a lot sort of quicker when you're older. So... With sort of Corona hitting its one-year point, there or thereabouts, how are you all kind of feeling about taking a year off from obviously very young, early careers? I'll start. I've never felt better. Like My body feels fantastic. I'm obviously older than these two. The slightest pain will cause me <laughs> joint pain for the next 20 years. But, uh, but no, I've, it's mentally-wise on shows, very weird. He's not not seeing anybody, not you know, even bumping, which everyone hates. I miss doing that. That was fun. Not gonna look back at it now. Tom, Mr. Jack Nudson, go on. This is because we're using Skype. I've told you, it's an old person app. Um, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> rough. It's um, I mean, it's just so sort of weird. I I sort of really sent myself into wrestling, and it's kind of my only personality trait that I've got wrestling, and then that that rug sort of being pulled from under me it's just sort of left me out to dry i'm sort of just in limbo at the minute waiting for shows to come back so i've got something to do again but as of now i just sort of mope around and eat (laughs) (laughs) mope around and eat i mean let's be honest um you could eat for a while. I mean, I think you'll be okay. I mean, you, you, I, a... I think I could do with putting a few pounds on, just a few. <laughs> You're a slender chap. Yeah, I mean, after lockdown, when I'm 34 and look like The Rock, I mean, <laughs> it could it could be slightly different. But yeah, as of now, I've got plenty of tuna to eat. <laughs> oh my god! Is it is it talking like tuna and uh, pasta out of a Tupperware tub? Oh no! I'm I'm at the point of just tuna on its own. Oh my god! I wasn't uh, actually allowed to buy tuna the other day, not because of how obnoxiously young I look, but um, <laughs> the lady wouldn't let me buy five tins of tuna. I was only allowed four. Uh, for those of us that do work in a local supermarket, I agree with the lady that banned you. That's stockpiling. I just. I don't, <laughs> Five tins of tuna. It was like nice John. What's it called? John something tuna. John West. 
Yeah, yeah. beautiful stuff. I was, and... I was about to say, did like, were you buying five individual ones or four and then an extra one? No, five you individual know. ones. Oh, okay. I don't. I didn't really see the problem. I didn't know what I was going to do that was that horrendous with I, I five mean... cans of tuna opposed to four. <laughs> That is a global I mean, pandemic, and there's like stockpile is an issue. <laughs> I know, yeah. You like take one back, so you can have four, but you can't have five. The the lady just refused to scan it. I hope she's having a great time now, though. But no hard feelings. <laughs> no hard feelings. It's just been simmering for this long that you thought I'm it would be best enough to, to mention it on a podcast. <laughs> I, I think you kind of you you messed with a red because when guys like you go into supermarkets, I think. She could probably look at you and think he's going to buy some sweets. He's going to buy a tin of Monster. I don't think she's looking at you and thinking he's coming in and buying five tins of salty, wet fish. I, I don't see. Well, like, we, we have, we are now back as a force and Connor has come back in. So Connor, we, uh-huh. we, need, we need to know from you, like, how are you handling lockdown? Because it's, it's like ground, if you've seen Groundhog Day, it has got that feel of he's just <laughs> end. Enough is yeah. enough now. I think we've all had it up to our tits. Um, we, I think that's the first way I would have the pod. Yes. But we're all kind of done with it now. <laughs> like, how are you kind of dealing with it from the fact of you're a young guy, you are very young into your career. Like, a year to a, year to a 20-year-old doesn't feel like a year to a 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old, uh, 80-year-old. Yeah. Sorry, keep quiet. But <laughs> it's... Well, it's he looks, he looks good for his age. Um, but like, like, how are you dealing with taking a year off, especially this early into your career? Um, it's very, very strange. Like, I know for the first maybe month and a half of the original lockdown in March, it didn't feel real. Like, yeah. it felt like, no, you know, like, this is just something weird that's happening for a few weeks, and then, you know, everything will be back and it's fine. But knowing like the severity of it and everything it just became a really strange so like you said groundhog day yeah and i like like andy said my body feels great because you know you go from you know battering yourself three or four times a week to absolutely nothing it feels fantastic but you know, then you see, like, there isn't, there wasn't a lot of wrestling going on really at the time, but, you know, you see, like, WrestleMania and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> maybe I'd rather be hurt. You know? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's a very weird, because um, there's nobody alive now that's ever been through anything like this. Let's just put that, put yeah. that out there. Like, yeah. you know, we've got 100-year-olds that have never seen anything like this. And then you can say, was it, 19... 19- it was like early 1900s. He said, oh, but there was the Spanish flu or something that went on. Yeah, like... I think so, yeah. So it was like... 1902? Yes, yeah, so like very, very early doors. He went Andy on. was there. We're <laughs> <laughs> researching all this. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Andy, still, Andy still uses his mask from that pandemic. I do, actually. yeah. It's like one of the long really... <laughs> and it was Rose Mion Gray. <laughs> I really hope he asked me a question about 1902. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fine year. Yeah, there's nobody alive that's um, been able to kind of you know, deal with anything like this. And even if you have been through you know, world wars and pandemics before and Spanish flus and all this sort of thing, it's a very different world to grow up in dealing with that stuff. So there's literally nobody alive that's ever been able to deal with this. So I kind of think we're all dealing with it as best as we can. There's a lot of support for wrestlers amongst the wrestling community. 
um, which I think has kind of been like a big help. Um, yeah. it, it's a bit difficult for me because, I mean, you guys know that you, you were all booked for person for you technically last year as it's the year, the new year now. Um, and for me, having to cancel shows is is very, very difficult. But uh, we've been talking about getting you guys on, onto the press and few shows for, for a good while. And then we finally get to a point where we start planning and, oh, we've got an idea. This is how we could do it. This is how we could do it. And then that get, gets taken away. I, it's no one's fault, but that's still got to be a little bit of a kick in the teeth, especially for all three of you, because we've been talking about it for so long. I'll tell you, it was about, I think it was August, September, I think we're meant to like, officially join. Obviously, that got scrapped, and then it was November, I think, October, November. That went, and it was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. not going well. And then just the world obviously collapsed before, and just, just not getting used to it. Your phone just doesn't blow. I bought a diary this year for the first time, like last year, thinking, <laughs> oh, fine, got my dates in here. And then by March, ah, oh, didn't even touch it after <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's waste of five pound ever. Like you're looking at a full diary going into the year, and when the first lockdown hit, we had bookings in places, and we were excited for what we had coming for the year. And it was literally the weekend it hit, we were supposed to be out, and we got stopped from doing the show. We had two shows that weekend, and it was just the click of a finger, and you've lost literally everything in your diary, all the shows you had planned. And then you're like, oh, well, I can still do these shows maybe midway through the year, and then they're gone, and then the end of the year, and then they're gone. And it's just getting further and further away from the last time you wrestled. I found, like, the uh, list recently of all the stuff we were going to do, because these two will tell you that I'm the one who keeps track of that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of tell them. Yeah, I just kind of tell them where they have to be. and <laughs> We just but, sort um, of run up to con with no gear, no plans. Yeah. Like, so so where are we this weekend and how do we get there and how do we get home? And, and it hasn't gone wrong yet. We're doing a promo, I think it was, for UKWA. And we're doing it all for about half an hour we're doing it. Like, oh, yeah, this Friday. And then con checked his phone. Like, and it's Saturday. No, it's Saturday, like, right? Oh, and we spent <laughs> half an hour doing everything. Like, oh, let's do it a little bit. It's actually Saturday. Like, oh. Throw the oh. whole promo away. Yeah. So 20, 30 videos and I thought about takes just like, yeah, it's a wrong day. Like, oh. <laughs> so so um, if Cod wasn't in AWOL, we'd lit- we probably yeah. wouldn't have turned up to this podcast either. Yeah. We could be waiting <laughs> outside a <the> venue. <laughs> there, there, there is definitely like, when, we, when uh, we, we talk to you three, you can definitely tell whose role is which. Now, obviously, I'm not going to get <laughs> Because I've got a few questions later on that we're going to play a little game with. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so we are going to save the questions for, for that point. We are going to have a bit, of, a bit of a laugh. Now, for anyone listening to this, hopefully they know who you guys are um, already, whether they've seen you at uh, the Barracks or UKWA or United Wrestling or where, wherever they might have seen you. But for the core pro wrestling few audience, the, they might not have heard of you or seen you before. So could you give us a little just give us a little introduction? Who you are, who you are on shows? Just give us a little, a little, little taster. I'll jump in. I was like, I was like wait, who's the first <laughs> one to jump in there? Um, yeah, uh, name's Andy. That's my the normal name. Um, wrestling Andre Delano. Um, I'm basically the hipster vegan that nobody likes who. Shout why are you eating meat has picket signs outside venues like stop eating stuff that you shouldn't be eating. 
basically discriminating everyone's values for the sake of my own. And it's very fun. I've had food thrown at me once, and that was the best time of my life. <laughs> Did I ask what food it was? Uh, it was a beef burger. <laughs> they, it was, I think it was a United Rumble. I just didn't enter it because, you know, the typical bad thing to do is not enter the match. I was just walking around the ring, a lady with a burger. I shouted at her. She threw it at me, caught it, and launched it back at her. Burger and fry. <laughs> she, then... def- she definitely overpaid for that burger, too. Absolutely, about three, four pound a burger. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> was, was this Bids Club or was this a different United? Uh, what's that venue? It got, it got shut down recently. Yeah, Abby it's Hall- a new venue. I, I think it burned down recently. It did, right? yeah. Yeah, like yeah, the, to make the sure old venue. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's left one of the burger fryers on, quite obviously. <laughs> just to make sure we never go back again. <laughs> uh, go on, Tom, over to you. So. I don't really know. I was the geezer Jack Hudson who was just, just quite a happy chap who loved the scrap. But um, as of as of the world now, just Tom. I just sort of sit here and watch wrestling. But yeah, formerly me and my mates just got and scrap every weekend. But um, right now it doesn't seem to happen much. Well, I mean, like <laughs> this sounds like a retirement. He's not talking about wrestling. <laughs> he just goes for a scrap every weekend. Oh yeah, I was also a wrestler, but I just <laughs> I just strap people in public places for a laugh. See, I mean, I've only ever seen was it Green Street or Football Factory once, and I, you don't really like any of them. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, I think I'm a bit of a weekend defender. I, I think I'm a bit of a scrapper. He's not I mean, it's a podcast, so you can't see me, but I'm very scary, very intimidating. <laughs> Built like a brick shit house, so we've actually we've um, actually all got our cameras turned off, so we don't have to look him in his eyes. Yeah, yeah because they would be intimidating. <laughs> so available for bookings when the world's back together. <laughs> and last but not least, um, well, I'm Benjamin Holland, and I'm a bit of a dickhead prince. <laughs> I think it's the best way to. <laughs> I mean, are all princes dickheads? Best way to put, I'd, yeah. I'd I'd say so. Mainly. I mean, from what so. I'm a prince. It sounds like most of them are. <laughs> I have I have been exiled from far far away though, because uh, they weren't very happy with me. So, you know, I just have to wrestle in front of some scrubs now to try and get back. You know, Re- to climb the, climb the ladder. Let's say people are oh. gonna love you, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's throwing up a lot of questions. Like, but like, I legit have no idea. Like, where did the AWOL name come from? Like, how did, did you guys even get put together? Because there's what, like, um, a seven, eight year difference between the youngest and oldest. Is that about right? Eight? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, three, three maybe months, a bit longer. Maybe a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> Us finding a name was awful. We spent so much time just coming up with the worst. Most indie rific tag names you could think oh, of. Wow. I it's wish, amazing. I wish we had some of them. You it's know. amazing that we're all not called Dangerous Dan and oh. Scary <laughs> Pete. Like, how we got this far? Probably thanks to Con. I do think it was um, Andy that came up with Andy, the name. Yeah. Right? yeah. I think we're all quite, I think it was quite unhappy. I think it was a while back. We just thought, ah, oh, it's a little group chat with all us in there. We just got along because we just weren't happy. Which is a fantastic way to join up. And then, 
and we like just took the name, like, oh, this is go around the country, and it's because of AWOL, because we're just absent. I think it's we're, absent yeah, without absc- leave, is it? Absconding from a barracks. Yeah, so, so we just decided just to bugger off. Yeah. I mean, like, like in my head, like you, you guys kind of seems like you just got on since day one. Like you just met. Like it's like it's an episode of Friends. <laughs> like <laughs> that pilot episode of American sitcom. They just in, they just instantly get on the second that they meet. And I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. As much as I'd like to think that's the case, it's <laughs> not what happened. People listening to this won't be able to see your faces because it's just the audio going. Out. No, I can see your faces. <laughs> there must have been like a moment where you're like, you know what, that dude's a dick. But then you kind of grew, grew to like each other. So would I be right in thinking it wasn't? Uh, oh, yeah. No, you wouldn't, Phil. We've always got on. Because before you joined, I think it was, Con, it was. We were trying the bids, and it was me and Tom who got along pretty well. Just like immediately clicked. Don't know why, but just like just immediately went there. And we changed venues, and then Con probably appeared, just, and I he had some charm and good wit, probably. And I can't, I can't remember saying this. He seems to remember me saying something, and he had like, was it purple or blue hair? Was I, one of the... My my hair was my hair was pink actually. That was it. Yeah, uh, my memory's so gone. I, st- I started about what nine or ten months after you two. Yeah, Similar, I think, yeah. Yeah, so um, I walk in all innocent. It's my first training session, and these two hate me. <laughs> well, I didn't hate you then. <laughs> they no, hate I me. didn't hate you then. I hated you a bit later. <laughs> the first, the first time I, I walk in, I walk in, and um, the very first person I see when I walk into the building is Andy, and he sat on a far windowsill like comp- way opposite from the door and i just get this glare <laughs> this <laughs> the, this glare like the disgust in his eyes <laughs> i wish there, i wish there was a better way for me to convey it over um voice but there isn't, well, there isn't a word for how he looked at you <laughs> there isn't there isn't a word for how he looked at me Can i want to your family <laughs> Give you that resting bitch face kind of yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> like sort of mean girls ask you cannot sit with us we wear pink on a Wednesday kind of vibe I um I got asked after the session ended if I was going to come back and I said yes and I heard a giggle and I'm positive it was Andy <laughs> whoa <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, 100% well, sure well that one was wasn't me <laughs> but, um um, again, this, this is opening up a lot more questions. So, Tom, uh, what is it about uh, Con that you grew to not like? Like, why? Did, <laughs> right, right. Why, yeah, why did it take a while so, for you to, to not like him? This is so strange. Con showed up, and me being the absolute gent I am, we were fine. I didn't really particularly think anything of him, we were, we were which is bad now. Pages. Which is bad now because. With the best of friends, but at the time he was just another person at training, and um, <laughs> so we had a um, a Joe Connor seminar. Mm. Um, so at this time I've been training for like year and a half, and um, I I'll be honest, I thought I was hot shit. I wasn't, <laughs> but I believed it, <laughs> and um, so we're all just like stood around, and uh, Connors goes. You need to stand out more, guys. Like everyone's been doing okay, but you need to stand out like him. And he points at Con. <laughs> and I just go, 
fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so from that seminar, I was like, who's he think he is? I, I've got the best wrist lock here, and he's getting the compliments. But um, we got through it, and now look at us. <laughs> yeah. We finally just we were... got along, and he's like, actually, he's actually quite good. <laughs> we just we all got, we there a good six or seven months, Tom, without just talking to each other. Like, we just <laughs> wouldn't interact <laughs> at all. He always brings this up with new people as well. And I'm like, oh, you're right, nice to meet you. And he's like, Tom hated me for a bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I said to everyone. <laughs> I didn't hate him. It was just, I had a better wrist lock than him. I mean, like, was Joe, I mean, was Joe Connors kind of talking more about, like, how you looked in terms of whether it was gear, presentation, uh, you like hair and tattoos, that yeah, those kind of things say a lot about a person because I was saying the look sets the hook. Like, I know that sounds the most stokiest phrase in the world, <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the way well, you said it as well. Yeah, I, 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 I'm really stoked, but um, I, I, I do genuinely believe you sometimes when you, you, you look at a person, you go, Yeah, the look does set that hook, you know, even if they're not necessarily that good yet, you go, but they look the, the absolute bee's knees. We see that that Joe was saying, you know, he's a, he's a trainee, he's early doors, but he's at least that look is getting my attention. Was that kind of what he was referring to, or did he mean something else? I think I think it was my hair, to be honest. I think it was like, you should, you should stand out because he looks different and whatnot, and then, you know, I just got heat. From, I was very happy about it. That. I was so happy about it. Wow. Um, but yeah, it went from, and then I don't think like, and I was friendlier with you, Andy, because yeah. uh, we got paired together through um, unfortunate means. Oh God, yeah, Christ! To become tag team, and uh, <laughs> we kind of had to make it work. So, damn, damn, I asked. The face was going to be a question of, I wonder what happened here. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll let you go for this. Um, oh, so I was current champion at the time. No, I was before champion, actually. It was me and Tom having a feud. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. It was like, and we were having it for ages, and it was building up to be, which sounds awful, the first singles main event. It's like, oh, sound, we're going to finally, you know, just two yeah. people, finally. And it got changed last minute to a force cut anywhere, no disqualification lumberjack match. Let that one sink in as you wish. Um, and it was during the match, Con would interfere on my behalf for a reason of, and I think the quote was, he says you look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the original idea was a stereotype angle, which mm. obviously didn't go as <laughs> um, originally pitched, but I did. I mean, And he wondered why I didn't like him. <laughs> I mean, I really like. I, I did think this podcast uh, episode was going to be all like sweetness and light, and uh, now that we, <laughs> no, now no, that no. we started in all animosity, this, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I might not do the, uh, the, the the game show later on. This might actually stir. <laughs> you're tearing us apart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate both of you. <laughs> By both of you, it means you two, not me. So it, it's it's mm. perfectly. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to have to ask this because, uh, so was this the, yeah, obviously, you fancy uh, Andy. Was this at the Barracks or was this at United Wrestling? 
It was at the barracks, this was. Oh, okay. I'm going to hazard a guess. Uh, this was Mr. Rossington's idea? No. Actually, no. No. Um, no. Um, we... We we got given the plan by an, an unnamed. We won't we won't go there. But assailant, um, assailant. Let's say unnamed, yeah. bo- unnamed booker. Unnamed booker. Other places. Um. What was she female? Yes. <laughs> was she female? I feel like you knew the answer to that question before you asked it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion. I know that who this is. Is my name equally similar? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, you've got it, you've got it, bingo, bingo. You know, you know what, like, as soon as you started saying it, I thought, that's a fucking stupid idea, but now that you said it, <laughs> now that you said who it was, I'm like, yeah, I could tell them, I could, I could, I could like, hear her saying it, because it's so fucking stupid, but, <laughs> you know what, we all make, we all make mistakes, I can't Just, say everything that I've there's no no hard feelings, nothing like that. Yeah, there's no animosity there, or it worked, it worked out well. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. It worked out fantastically well. It just, it, it was, it was born. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was just, it was just born out of something that maybe wasn't the most ideal situation. Mm. Um, at the ended, time, it would have ended, I think, with the title four way. But for some reason, it would have gone with a wheel fight. At the very end, Khan would then just give up fighting and let him himself get pinned by me. If, if you know, I'd, I'd be yeah. knocked. I'd be knocked out. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to fight. Actually, I fancy this guy more. And then that would have been it. And that's, that's how the AWOL thing came along, because they're all really annoyed with it. Because <laughs> yeah. we all thought it was rather silly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to ask. So I don't know what year the Bruno film came out, but the end, at the end of that Bruno film, they start the MMA match that they're having, and they start kissing and rolling around together. It kind of feels eerily similar to that. <laughs> This unnamed assailant that we're not going to name because there's no beef on <laughs> Did this person watch this movie before putting this idea out there? It just feel. I didn't evil. think of that. You know, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I believe it. I yeah. mean, like if, if Connor would have pulled Andy on top, started smooching, and people were lobbing drinks and popcorn into the ring, <laughs> it would have been like you know, seen for seen, actually spot on. But you know what? We all. Everyone books weird shit from time to time, so yes. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give weird, you know, um, give, give any beef. It is what it is. It is what it is. But obviously, fast forward to today, you, you guys are in, in you know, a lot of people's minds when they talk about sort of trios wrestling. The A one name does come up. I mean, that's that's not, you know, to be in people's the forefront of people's minds when they go, oh, name a good trio in British wrestling. Oh, the A one guys. Like you are on the tip of people's tongues, even from very early doors. So you must be doing something right for you to have stuck in people's minds so much for them to go, think of a trio, think of a trio. Hey, well, guys. I think, I think trios is kind of a sort of different market. I think you've got to look at what people are doing and then try and do something different. And there isn't as many people going this sort of route. And I think as long as you're always evolving with what's going on, you will get in the forefront of people's minds and i think hopefully we we just sort of do wrestling the way that we want to do it and i think we all share the same Mm. opinion on like you'll be told so many little rules and things that you have to do by so many people but the people who tell you that are sat in the same place as you like i think triple h tells me he wants me to do something (laughs) you bet 
how fast can I do that for you, sir? But yeah. I think there's all these weird, like, underhanded rules of wrestling. But when you actually do these rules, you don't have fun and you don't make any friends. But when you can go to a show and still be professional, like, you're not taking the mick out of the business. You're still being professional, but you can have a laugh and you can get on with people. That's when wrestling's fun. I think so many people take something that isn't, it's not that deep. It's not that serious, but people see wrestling so seriously all the time. And I think that's, that is a good thing that we all try to do. I think we all try and be pretty calm about it and whatever happens, happens, doesn't it? And say with like trios and stuff, I think people know we don't really work that many trios and matches, if I'm honest. Like, I can yeah. only count like a handful of times we've actually had a like a six man or whatever tag with the three of us in it. So it's been like, say, you two have a tag or have a singles or we all have singles or etc. Et I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate on this one. There's a reason why people don't do trios because it's paying six wages for, yeah. for, <laughs> yeah. for one match. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, like originally before, you know, personally, if you had tag team titles, uh, um, I've got a little notepad somewhere. Like, I, I don't like writing stuff up as in, in terms of. Yeah, Excel spreadsheets or that sort of thing. I've got notepads with doodles. I'm a very, I'm a doodler, and there's somewhere I've got a, like a doodle of trios belts because oh, it'd be great to have teams of three. And then when you start, like, I think we did a show about um, the, the the belts because we, we were still thinking, well, would it work? So we just did a show, and it was three on three, a six man tag. Like, I've just spent six fucking wages on. <laughs> on one yeah. bastard match bollocks to this we're going back to we'll be great we'll just do normal tags we're not going to do a six man um like i know like even the bigger companies even they kind of take that to heart and go we still even though we're in millions and billions or whatever they still don't want to be paying six wages for one yeah. match i mean I, I, I think that's one thing that's that's never going to change. And one thing I, I do like about AWOL is that you've all got your own personalities, but you are you do all work together. You each do ride a very um, nice balance. Like people can pick out which of you. You don't blend together to the point that you don't know which is which. You've each got your own personalities, your own look, your own style, your own way of doing stuff, but you're still... A collective and i've got to give you guys a lot of credit because that can take a long time to work out and to get that like really ground down to the people see to recognize it and, and like it so I've, I've got to take my hat off to you because it evidently works you know thank you <laughs> um i uh one of one of the points i was going to make like you pretty much made it for me is that we've tried to be as versatile as we can possibly be so, like, we, we can show up and you can have Tom wrestle a singles match, you can have Andy wrestle a singles me, or you can have us as a team, you can have us wrestle each other, you can run a six-man, we can manage, you know what I mean? Like, we try to be individuals while still, you know, maintaining the fact that if you need a tag team, we will be a tag team regardless of, like, you know, the differing gimmicks or the differing sort of characters that we portray. Because if you look at us visually especially when we're wrestling. We don't look like we should tag at all. <laughs> <laughs> it, lo it looks very like mismatch thrown together. But, you know, we've we managed to get like our first opportunity as a team. And since then, it's just kind of unbelievably spiraled from there. 
I mean, I, I, this might be kind of chucking the cat amongst the pigeons nice and early, but fuck it, we like to do that, don't we? Do each of, <laughs> do each of you have a preference that if, say, uh, a booker, promoter, whatever says, okay, um, of the three of you, I want... Um, Oh, what, what you two of you in a tag, one in a singles. If you're one of the guys in a tag, do you have one of the other two in mind that you'd prefer to tag with than the other? And that that's not again. I'm not trying to like shits the this early, but it's, this it's, early, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's coming. He just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, yet. yeah so, it's definitely the post. But no, like, you know, I mean, like because some of you guys are very well connected, like. But is there another one of you in, in the, the, the three that you go, I'd have to tell that person less or that person know, knows my moves more or compliments my moves more and I compliment their moves more? Is there one than the other? And that's not to say the other one isn't as good, but you're always going to have one person that you're naturally got a bit more affinity with than the other one. Is there... Because um, I'm going I'm to put you all on the spot... So starting with Andy, as he's uh, gloating the most, if you oh. have to tag him with, <laughs> again, it, it's it's not shit steering. You know, it's not a case. I mean, we've we've stated openly, you guys are very close knit, and it works. It works. So, um, out of out of the two, Andy, if I said to you, look, uh, I need to chuck you out there. You've got ten minutes. Uh, you know, you're going to go out there in ten minutes. You need to pick one. You need to pick one now. Who are you picking? It's, uh, it's a you're tricky not, one. You're not picking either one for your best man at a wedding. It's not that bad. All three of you would, all three of you would be on the show. You know what I mean? It's not a case of picking someone and the other one doesn't get a booking. It's more a case of I'd feel a stronger tag connection with that person than the other one. I'd, I'm going to like, get the long way down. It would depend, I'd say, on what I'd be working, if it's face or heel. If it's a face, I'd probably go with Tom. I think we've done it before in yeah. Leicester. I think we've done a like a, a babyface tag, and we got to love face Andy. Got to he love always face. though. <laughs> like a bad guy, Con's a little mean little bastard. <laughs> so he's, it's it's great to go Thank off you. him as well. <laughs> like, can um, I know my style is quite like an aggressive, like brawly sort of guy. And like, if I got a, a nasty streak, Con's there just be like, I'm an aggressive guy too, and it's like just beating the crap out of people. Well, Tom, like babyface, he can, he can fly, he can do all his stuff that I can't do. Stop <laughs> he, it, you! He gets, he gets me, he gets me the stuff as well because Tom can do stuff. <laughs> um, dare I ask the other two, or are you both going to say the exact same thing? <laughs> yeah, probably. We're, we're all politicians. <laughs> <laughs> very, very diplomatic answers, Phil. You like know. I have made some notes. I know people at home won't be able to see this. I've made some notes, right? Like I don't like to overdo these podcasts. I made like a few notes, and we've got some game show stuff. I knew this kind of question was going to come up, and I'd put down what Andy had said because I thought <laughs> I'm not bullshitting, not making this up. I honestly, I thought <laughs> not going to pick one or the other, but I think if I ask Andy first, I know he's going to say. Exactly that. Well, might not be worth it. But I thought, I bet if, if, he, if he thinks Tom is going to be facing, he thinks Connor is going to be heels, that's where I would go mentally with it. Like, if I got asked, my mind would go to the exact same place. So, I mean, are you both going to say the exact same as Andy? Are we, we all sticking on that safe uh, answer? 
If you say each other now, I'll be so mad. You, <laughs> you didn't obviously it's a podcast. You didn't see your sheet, but his one under the bullet point under that was make them argue. <laughs> <laughs> but he isn't going to break us. He isn't going to break us. And the, the the point under that is uh, join a wall. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Phil, yeah, Phil, going to join a wall. God help us all. Actually, you know what? Actually, that's a very good point. Very, very good point. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask each of you now. So, if for whatever reason you join WWE or whatever, or whatever company, whatever, and they say we want you to bring a fourth member with you, who is that fourth member of AWOL? Yeah, who like I want to pick from each of you. So you're going into a company. You're gonna be. You might. They might need to change the name, but they want you to be aggressive, um, dirty, gritty. Heels, kind of like how grizzled young veterans are kind of playing, yeah. and they want that. Uh, I'm going to use this term quite nicely. It's called British ugly. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of yes. lock, stock, snatch, that kind of grittiness. So Vince McMahon, Tony Khan, whoever says, "Okay, uh, any suggestions from all three of you? Who would you make the fourth member of AWOL, British ugly, whatever you want to call it?" Wow. To be fair, mm. AWOL has had a, a few honorary members. Yeah. Like, we have, yeah. Through some shows, we've had a few people join us. Big T was a part of AWOL for a bit. He, he blended in quite obviously. For a whole 10 <laughs> to 12 with entrances, yeah. he was a part of AWOL. <laughs> um, but anyone in the world you could have. Well, anyone, say, from British wrestling. So anyone that you take over to the, the States. With you. So anyone that you know or worked with or know of oh, met up and down the country someone that oh, compliments right. what you think AWOL is all about I think you put it great with the Grizzly Young Vets if it was up to me I'd steal both of them I think yeah. now I'm not just saying it I say it all the time I think they are probably the most proficient tag team in the world and to have that be a part of this and to sort of selfishly sit under that learning tree of what they do with tag team wrestling would be amazing. You can only pick one, Tom. I only pick one. Ah, uh, I'd have JD then. And of course, like uh, Andy and Con, who are you picking? Who is your one suggestion that you sit down with Vince McMahon and say, "This guy, we want to bring this guy"? Yeah. Because one. because you've asked for like aggressiveness and stuff. No, that's not necessarily aggressive. Like, uh, but... Bit more attitude a bit more gritty, you know, not necessarily um, that sort of prima donna, pretty boy's hand kind of vibe. You, you're a bit more gritty, a bit more lock stock, a bit more right. okay. that kind of, you know, it, it, it's a term called British ugly. You know what I mean, any of that kind of Guy Ritchie movie kind of look. That sort of vibe. So, someone who's your fourth person, you say, you know what, this guy's now AWOL or whatever. I'm going to throw it out there. It's, it's sort of like I want to go more of like a leader role, someone who can like bring it all as one. And if we're leading, or we're led by someone who's quite politician y, that's to say something, I'd go with Spike Trevay. <sighs> you, took, you took the words out of my mouth. Genuinely, that was, can, like, I was guide us all around your three individuals around my guidance. You want out one person beat yeah. the crap out of someone, and he'd be my I mind think... floated to Spike Trevay as well. 
Okay, 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 that's fair enough. I'm not going to lie, I, I kind of had a little name in mind for, are they going to think what I'm thinking? Like, I had, I had Ryan Myers kind of put down a thought. I wonder if they'll say Ryan, because he's a bit bit gritty, bit of a brawler, a bit sort of, um, yeah, underhandy, heelish. Um, I, I wonder, wonder if they'll say him or not. I'd rather have Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Ryan, that wasn't, that was Andy. That was Andy who said that, Ryan. <laughs> who, is, who is Andy? When I don't it's, know, it's, it's fine. When we come to, like, you know, edit this podcast in, in kind of post-production, we'll keep Andy's comment in, but we'll take Connor's, <laughs> take Connor's apology out. So it looks like... <laughs> It's like all three of you being a dick to Ryan. <laughs> I'm but... sure we can like clip somewhere me and Connor agreeing about Ryan, but I-, I do think for grittiness, like Ryan might bit my nose, fish hooked me, mm. um, he did some unspeakable things in a rumble with <laughs> Charles Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what? I- I'm-, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask because like, I won't forgive myself if I don't. Dare I? Or I mean for. I don't actually know the price, but for a low, low price, I'm sure you could go back and watch this rumble. But um, <laughs> th- there was something that went down in the rumble involving Kelsey, Ryan, and um, my bum. <laughs> <laughs> and if that oh, isn't enough God, to tease you to go and buy the show. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got, like, child line on the other line, if, if you want to, like... <laughs> like uh, speak- I, I was 19, it's cool. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Which rumble is this? Dare I ask? Um, the this one is, in um, UKWA. UKWA ready for war. Ready this for is... war, the first show we did. Yeah. Wait, wait, was, was I there for that one? Um, I, I swear I was there for that one. I think you were. Yeah, yeah, I think you were. Have you been? A, I, I think we've only done two since we've been working there, and I think you've been to both of them. Well, I know yeah. you were the last one because uh, you choked me on the bottom rope. Oh. What, a, what a dick. That was, that was, that was a cool <laughs> and nice thing to do, wasn't it? We had eight minutes to do a six-man tag with River <laughs> Man. With, with promo and entrance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, best thing is, like, from that match, so, uh, I, I assume the UKWA match used to be up on YouTube or if you've got an online channel. I, I, I honestly don't. No, um, I think they're on Turnbuckle TV. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. So if, if people do want to go uh, check check out uh, that show, they can go on to yeah, Turnbuckle TV. Now, on that show, I had like you know, my then girlfriend at the time, a couple of roommates, and there's a guy that's been to loads of my shows, and I told him you know, he's never seen me be a heel manager. And he, like, he kind of bet me that I couldn't make him pop. He's like, no, I know what you like, whatever. And there was, a, there was an old woman at ringside. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Like, really short, a bit sort of whatever, a bit potato-faced. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and, to, like, again, I don't plan anything I, I'm ever going to say. I can't remember lines. I'm just trying to, like, cut a very generic, very quick promo about the, the audience having coronavirus. And she starts, <laughs> like, waving her arm. Waving her 80-year-old sagging out of her fucking pants arse at me and I just some some reason went is that still bad from Drew's side and my mate in the front row there bet me he makes this noise I've never heard it kind of like sounds like an old car horn like ah, ah. like <laughs> he made that noise because he, he, like, he didn't expect me to say it I didn't expect me to say it but uh, 
yeah, Sinbad from Brookside. I don't know if he's still alive, but or if he's just, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, go, no, go out your way. There he was in the crowd of UKWA. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought when I started that day. You know what I'm going to talk about? So <laughs> it just kind of encapsulates how crazy wrestling is. I think, yeah. like, um, obviously, I I'll always say this. I'm just happy to be there. Honestly, like the fact the fact that I'm wrestling at all still blows my own mind. So, um, you know, I'm more than happy to go with the flow and see what happens. Um, we were we were originally in a six man tag and it was the three of us um, against Dougie Matthews and the Might Legacy uh, with yourself, Phil. And the week of it got changed because um, Andy decided to go on holiday. Yes. <laughs> so they're like, okay, you have you have another tag partner, um, and then on the day we found out that this tag partner isn't going to show up. It hurt his back. <laughs> it hurt his back or something along those lines um so we're there we're like huh okay you know we're trying to like come up with little handicap match plans in our head and um eventually we get a replacement tag team partner kai who's absolutely fantastic by oh, the way brilliant brilliant yeah great guy um another AWOL member technically. another another honorary AWOL member yeah that's true um and, you know, start of the show, like, 15 minutes, you guys have got a promo, you know, have a really good match, you know, you're on the, near the main event, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. And then, like, slowly throughout the show, our time gets caught <laughs> more and more and more until we have six minutes, including entrances and promo and the whole match <laughs> for a six-man tag. I still feel slightly bad about that because I remember so much stuff was getting caught, and I, I don't want to peel back the curtain too much. But um, as everyone's stuff was getting caught, a lot of mine started getting caught. And I mean, I I gave up spots. I don't mind. I mean, wrestling isn't about spots; it's about people enjoying it. But um, the more and more that just got lost, it, it basically the match turned up like turned into a roll up, and that was going to be it. And I was like, <laughs> no. Guys, we need to build the hot tag at least once. It's the most, it's the story of the match. <laughs> and so I kept 90% of my stuff in. Just talking about politicking out in the open. Yeah, it was slightly <laughs> politicking. I remember um, I got asked beforehand if I was okay with everything in the match, and I said, Yeah, I'm not even wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, you know, I was standing on the apron for six minutes. I was like, Damn, you know. <laughs> But um, I remember I was speaking to Kai on the apron and um, the match had just begun and the bell rang and I just leaned over and went, we've already gone over time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be, let's be honest. I mean, that was that was yeah, a big shout out to the, the guys that were on the UKWA. I mean, they were in like an impossible scenario. I mean, oh, there was absolutely, like... Absolutely, yeah. That, that wasn't like a shot at all. That was, you know... Yeah. It was real, I know it's really bad traffic. Loads of people were struggling get there and uh yeah um i don't know a few of the matches earlier on kind of like went over <laughs> the things like that so yeah it was the, the later you're on the more chance uh there is of that kind of shit happening so well, when we got there i oh, got 15 minutes a bit later on yeah knock it down to 12 a bit later on towards the interval maybe just do a flat 10 and then right after the interval yeah do do maybe eight and then right before we announce yeah <laughs> knock, knock it down to six and like at that point <laughs> 
Sh- shall I do a promo? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got six minutes. I'm going to take up two. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you go back, you can. Uh, if you go back and watch the tape, you can see me on my entrance, and I know how long your promo has gone. <laughs> It went, it went six minutes. <laughs> so we do a little pose on the stage. I tap Connor Cam, my boys, we need to get going. <laughs> I, I clap hands with the first row of fans, and I'm like, I'm going to have to get in here because we should be going home by now. I mean, that's um, we're quite lucky we're, pre- we're pressing few. Like, if we go over our time, the venues are just cool with it. I mean, <clears throat> I mean the, uh, the, the Osage, it was the Osage Civic Centre. They had yeah. like a 10 p.m. cutoff, like everything had to be down, oh, had to be yeah. at oh. like 10 p.m. And we, we got in the ring at 10 to 10, yeah. <laughs> and there was a match after us, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, that is, that's, that's crazy. That's one of those things that makes British wrestling just brilliant, that you can't oh, plan it. That sort of stuff. It yeah. makes you, you, you go to work the next day, and you like, you will not believe what happened last night. Yeah. We had a six-man, six, six minute. Uh, Sinbad from Brookside match. Like it, it's weird, but like it's, it's it's just all part of the big. It's a circus. That's what wrestling is. It's a circus. So uh, it's one that it's one of them things. Now, um, uh, go on. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, it's so much fun, and I can't overstate that enough. Yeah, because you know people people will tell story and everyone's got their own stories and things like that and you know sometimes it comes across as like bitter or people have vendettas against people and whatever but wrestling's just fun it's so much fun and the more you know i believe anyway the more people can tap into how much like just the wackiness and the complete ridiculousness of wrestling like obviously we haven't been around for very long we're two we're two years in currently and we've already got so many stories that we can bore our respective partners (laughs) with for hours you know should should they you know feel bad enough for us that they listen and it's it's just something that's so unbelievably just fun like i keep saying that you know, I don't, I don't understand anyway how you can sort of have any kind of bitterness in your heart. Maybe I'm just, you know, a little the novice. I, I haven't been like, <laughs> you know, broken into the world of wrestling properly yet. But it's just such a fun thing to do and such a crazy like experience that I don't think you could replicate doing anything else. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I um, in work, people have asked me about wrestling and this sort of thing, and for those that go along to a show, so say, let's take that UKWA show, for example. So mm-hmm. uh, we're in Old Sages, that's just up the road in Stoke, and there have been yeah, posters on lampposts and in shops and that sort of thing. So a fan sees that poster, like the you know, live professional wrestling tonight, 7pm, blah, 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 whatever. They pay their, their money to get in, 10 quid, 5 quid, whatever, whatever it was to get in. And they, they watch the shows, they say all these uh, colourful characters, they might buy a shirt, they might buy a DVD, they go home, they've enjoyed themselves, and they might talk about a few little bits and pieces, and, oh, that's really cool when that guy did this, that guy did this move, uh, blah, 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 whatever. And so, yeah, it's kind of like out of their mind, kind of, um, when a few days later. Now, what they haven't seen is five wrestlers in a Fiat Punto with their back... <laughs> With their bags on their knees, driving from the arse end of North Wales or the arse end of Nottingham or wherever, after they've finished work, so they've still got the work attire on, they've got that 
their like work lunchbox in their bag with and they've already done eight, nine, ten hours in their office job. They've driven with four other sweaty bastards in a crappy little car to 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 somewhere and they get to wrestle for a bit of money. Now I'm not gonna say what kind of money people might earn, but five quid, ten quid, twenty quid, thirty quid, whatever. It's not you know, groundbreaking money. Like no one really earns you know, great <laughs> wrestling. And that's me as a promoter and a performer saying it. But for the performers to go through all of that, to sit in a protein fart smelling car for two hours, <laughs> to go in 20 quid after you've wrestled and your back's aching and your knees, it must, we must love it on such a weird level that mm-hmm. we're, miss, we're missing it all so much now. We're missing mm-hmm. people eating packets of ham as a meal. <laughs> <laughs> A packet of hand that haven't even been refrigerated. That's the worst. Tupperware. I swear, like, if if there's, like, a statistics for people that buy Tupperware, it's old women and professional wrestlers. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It's no one else. It's old women. Which tend to to congregate at the show because you get the Tupperware thrown at you and then, you know, they have to replace it. (laughs) Exactly. You're like, why do you suffer for this art? I mean... I'm 13 years deep. You guys are, what do you say, two years deep into this? Two, three years. Two, three, yeah. So give me, because your opinion will be a lot more optimistic than mine will, because after 13 years, maybe I'm a bit jaded, perhaps. I don't know. But why do we do it? Why do we love to kind of suffer for our art in this way? What is it about wrestling that we go, I'll happily do all this fucking shit to get to that point, why? Just fun, really. <laughs> That's the thing. Really. <laughs> it's just, it's just fun. Like you can have one weekend where nothing much happens, and the next weekend you could have three or four stories on the drive alone. And it's like, yeah. oh, that was that was a different day. And it's like you just get back, and it's like you do say you have a normal job afterwards. You're like, oh, that was fun yesterday. And you wake the next week, and it's like, oh, do it again. Where it could be. You could have the best time. You could crash your car. You have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and, I and recently, that's it, it's a drug, isn't it? It's mm. it's just a drug. And I think I, I, the best thing about wrestling is that, especially at the level like this level, you've got to love it because nobody gets in tiny cars with loads of big men and has to have a suitcase on their knee for a four-hour drive and spend loads of money on transport to then get battered like you don't get to the show and then oh sick well now everything's fine no now you have to go out and get your head kicked in <laughs> so so imagine imagine being able to put on a set of boots and go and do that without loving it so you've got to and i, I think that's why it's so hard because it is such a discipline and it is a thing that you love so much that when it's taken away it's like well what am i supposed to put all this energy into now Definitely, like, and and it's such a weird bonding experience too. Like, I've you know met some of the best and worst people I know through wrestling. Like, it's a very large, wide variety of characters. But you know, it brings it brings people together who you never would like. Would us four have ever you know interacted with each other without wrestling? You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't and. You know, if you think of like the people that, you know, we're friends with or you, you've 
been able to meet Phil and like thinking all these people and places we've been and stuff, would any of that happen without wrestling? No, I, I, I honestly can't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where, like, it, yeah, you've used us four as an example. I don't know where yeah. necessarily us four would have ever met and gone, hey, they seem pretty sound if it wasn't necessarily yeah. four. That, yeah. Wrestling's kind of like the, the sort of glue that holds us all together because it attracts, like you've said, it attracts the best of people, it attracts the worst of people. Yeah. Uh, as long as the best of people far outweigh the worst of people, that it, I think that's what kind of why we do it to me and um, oh, massively, yeah. It's the last unstoppable wrestling show that we did right before obviously Corona came in and whatever. It was because I know Andy, you met us there, didn't you? But it's yes. traveling, yeah. traveling up. It's me, it was Tom, it was Khan, it was Keith Might driving, and Ryan Might as well. And yeah. we cram, crammed into a little, I think it's like a little Volkswagen something. We crammed in. Um, I've got my bacon butty on the go, stinking the car. I was up. just about, I was just about to say, which smelled absolutely fine <laughs> until <laughs> until Phil walks in, bacon sandwiches in hand. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I take my fitness very, very. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got like you know, my missus had done me like some yeah, bacon butties wrapped in foil. I've got my little cafetiered coffee, um, and Keith had said to me after. Because I mean, you you guys didn't come back with us, did it? So it was us. No, four. we had um, we had two other shows that weekend. I think yeah, we so. we travelled to Preston um, that night. So uh, yeah, I think it was it was Preston and Darwin or something like that. It was um, when like Keith came to drop me off like later that night. So it was just me, Keith, and um, Ryan, and kind of like dropped me off. And Keith just said, like, I absolutely fucking love this. This is what makes it worth you. Yeah, we just sat in a car with like-minded people, people that don't take life too seriously. We could all have a laugh and a joke. We can take the piss out of each other, and it's all perfectly fine. It's it's that that kind of like keeps him going. That's what what he loves, and just having a laugh and a, and a bit of banter and all that sort of stuff. That's why he loves it. And I'd kind of like I'd thought that before, but until someone in their 60s that has done this for 30, 40 years, says that to you, it kind of hits home a bit. I thought, yeah. yeah, I, I genuinely do. I love being sat in the car and Keith telling us stories that he's told us 78 times before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to them. There's a reason why you, you, might, you, you watch your favourite film a million times, because it's just like fun and nostalgic and it feels good. Same with a Keith Meyer story. He'll tell you... <laughs> Yeah, he fought Big Daddy at one point, or he gave Matt Burns his name. Or Did he? What? Wait, what? Uh, Nigel, Nigel McGuinness and the Ring of Honor uh, title. Yeah. Well, he's the oldest man to ever compete for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. You are yeah. just... <laughs> I adore Keith's stories. Keith and yeah, Ryan. I, lo- I love, absolute I love world Keith. Bros, and I can't, I can't put either of them over enough for the amount yeah, of I mean, them. Whereas my match with Ryan, every time I've come out, a completely different person. I mean, like, like, I'll, I'll always Keith Myers, I think he, t- he trained me officially to maybe two training sessions while I was working for BWA 2007 to 2011, give or take. Um, he took me for two training sessions out of every session that I had. It was other trainers that did it. But I do look at Keith like he's my trainer because I've sat under his learning tree 
and he's day in day out conversation after conversation trained me he didn't necessarily get you know, get on the mats and take bumps with him but he mentally taught me so much and obviously you know, Keith might I can't say enough good about him and I really do, do hope Keith knows just how much everyone values him because like one of the last unstoppable shows he did he dressed up as Santa you know what I mean it's yeah, and if, if a guy in his sixties, this is that's done this for 30, 40 years, is willing to get dressed up as Deidre Barlow or Santa, or like Bray Myatt, like Bray Wyatt, Bray Myatt, oh yes, like if he's willing to do that, then no one else is, is you should ever say no. I'm not doing that. It's a bit too silly, you know. Yeah, he does. He does yeah. all that. He loves the business. He cares about it, and he helps us so much. And Con yeah. still stole his booking. <laughs> 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 Imagine doing that to oh. Keith. I, I'm, I'm not touching that conversation. I'm just going to very, like... very quickly segue <laughs> into uh, the first. Of, segue into the first of two games we've got kind of coming off. So there's three of you. I, I can play you off against each other just a little bit, just a smidge, just a smidge, because it's it's fun. It's for my entertainment. Now we were, we we're going to do a version of Mister and Missus, but there's three of you, you all guys. So it's Mister and Mister and Mister. Um, so I've spent all day the, coming up with that. Records, for the records, um, should the losers of the game be listening to this, myself and Tom are actually undefeated at Mister and Missus. Um, oh yeah, we have we have previously played this game. Sorry, Andy, we we have previously we have previously played this game against three couples and against one... real couples. So, yeah, not tag <laughs> teams against real couples, and this tag team won. I mean, I, I don't I think they're a great tag team, or maybe it's something about their couple. I think that's probably a conversation for another day. We're not going to get into. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. No, like, obviously, I'm not going to like. I'm not going to you know, uh, put you out against each other. But I kind of want to try and provoke and just reveal a couple of secrets. So I've got five questions for you. So I need you to give me your quickest answer. So I'm going to ask you the question. You need to give me your quickest answer. Obviously, try not to talk o- over the top of each other. But I think this is going to reveal a couple of little bits. So we've got well, first to five. So the three of you are out for a meal. Okay. Who refuses to leave the tip? Andy. 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 Oh, I was going to say Tom, but... <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is Andy notoriously cheap? I mean, is this, is this something that's... No, no not really. Oh, because I would have thought. I know. Because I know, like Andy, you're 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 vegan, so you're gonna ask for a bit more sort of specialist foods. <laughs> so I would have thought you'd be the guy that that would tip, because yeah, obviously they, they they they're going out their way to do you know, to sort of specialize your meal for you. I would have thought you'd be the guy. I wrote a little note. Andy is definitely going to be the biggest tipper. So. The fact Andy's that them a bit of a Karen though, whereas me and Connor wow. sort of bite our tongues and Andy one hundred percent has a Yelp account we don't know about. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me and Connor have awful meals and we just smile and eat them and then we go, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, it was lovely. Cheers. Andy is Andy, is Andy the guy on TripAdvisor? Is he is he that guy? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh. If food came up to me and it weren't what I like, I just eat it because I'm too scared to call someone over. <laughs> No, yeah, no. How is it? lovely. the big, strong wrestler facade. You can't. <laughs> it could, it could be a plate of oysters. They're like, oh yeah, it's lovely, thanks. They're like, no, I didn't, I didn't want them, but it's like, oh, I'll have them. It's okay. 
I'm going to swiftly move on to number two. <laughs> like, and this is going to be a very weird question, but do you have any, like, in every couple, um, whether, whether it's friends, whether it's relationship, whatever, people have, like, nicknames that only you can use for the other people. Like, if you watch Shaun of the Dead, they call each other... Uh, the culture of a babe and Paul, the same guys, call each other like Eggy and Bacon. It's like a cute little pet nickname. Do, it, do either of you have nicknames for like the other two that only you freaking use? Because it's kind of like in, if you watch Top Gear or the Grand Tour, as it's kind of now, where Hammond and May and Clarkson, mm. you've got like those kind of like Captain Slow and the Hamster and whatever nicknames. Do you have weird kind of like pet names for each other? I you, you could you could find me and Andy calling each other babe a lot. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> me and Con only refer to each other as handsome boys. And um yeah, shout out to boys. Lucy Openshaw for announcing us as handsome boys once. <laughs> she did she did, yeah. Um... now I <laughs> handsome boys. Handsome Love boys. That. Um, so we're like, yeah. <laughs> I call them both stinky, but I mean they are both yeah. stinky, so it's absolutely not true. It's been a tough lockdown, so <laughs> I mean, like, we can't smell you through a Zoom call, so it's fine. You know what I mean? I, I say you go for it. <laughs> go for it. Um, now, this one, I need you to each answer <clears throat> um, very, very, very quickly. Now, even if people don't necessarily hear it correctly, because obviously three people... Okay. But I need you to answer very, very quickly, okay? I feel like I, I, feel like I know what the question's going to be or one of the questions. Like, I'm waiting for it, guys. Go on. What do you, what is you it, think of it? Is it who's the leader? That's the very next question. Who is the leader? <laughs> Ask me right now. Who is the leader of AWOL? Nobody. Andy. <laughs> if you think Andy's the leader, if you think Andy's the leader, watch one of his matches and then come and tell me he's the leader. There is, there is no leader in AWOL. The, the leader doesn't always do the hardest work. When you play chess, the king is fucking useless. But exactly. maybe he is the leader then. You can't continue. You can't. Which I'm not calling Andy useless. Let me just put that out there. Um, and I'm not going to say that one of you two is the queen. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to call you either a bishop or a, is he a prawn or pawn? I don't fucking remember which. It's got, it's got ramifications if we start breaking this down. But the king in, in a game of chess isn't the strongest character, but the game does end around him. So yeah. you've only asked that because you've heard this argument about 12 yeah. times. <laughs> Both yeah, myself and Ryan Myers, last time we all yeah, we all spoke, me and Ryan said, look, we've not talked about this before. We're gonna say the name of the person we think it is. And we both went three, two, one, Andy. Like I'm both wrong, which is okay. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. (laughs) If you say who's the leader of the top gear grand tour guys, you say Clarkson. They all get paid the same. But Clarky's that guy that you go to. It's in every trio, every group. There's just a guy that you go, well, okay, that's probably the alpha. So, yeah. and, and, you know, alpha Andy, I'm sorry. It's, that's just what it is. Uh, it's alliteration. It must be right. Exactly. Um, I'm, positive, I'm positive he just said he wouldn't call someone over if his food was bad. And now we're calling him an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. Right, well, we'll, we'll slide on to the last. <laughs> so... Like you go to a show at the literally arse end of nowhere, like the opposite end of the UK, and the promoter says, Look, I've booked you a room, crash in this room at the end, like it's on us, blah, 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 whatever. 
you three get to that room, there is a single bed, a sofa, and the floor. You could, none of you can sleep in the bathtub. Don't even try that fucking end. <laughs> you can't ask for more beds or any of that sort of thing. So uh, single bed, sofa, floor. Who gets what? I'd be in the bed, Andy would be on the sofa, Con would be on the floor, only because Con's the nicest. <laughs> I'd be in the bed because at this show, even if it was in the arse end of nowhere, I've probably landed on my skull on the outside. It'll be that, or we'd all snuggle in the same one. Yeah, we probably all share a single bed to be yeah. honest. Yeah, we're not we're not against sharing the same beds. So that's that's fine. My, my very specific answer was gonna be Tom would jump on the bed immediately and not give us a chance. Absolutely. And then yeah. And then me and me and Andy would argue via politeness over who got the sofa, but it would yeah, probably you be have it. you. No, have it. no, you. Yeah, it's gonna work tonight. So I'd already be asleep. I'd already be asleep. Yeah, you yeah. can tell. You can tell you guys are like sort of thirty and under because once you're thirty and over, it's like no, no, look, my, my old ass body needs that fucking bed. It better be a firm mattress. <laughs> it be orthopedic. I am taking over that bad boy. Honestly, I, if if yeah, we're. Um, I can guarantee if Ryan Myatt is in that room, he's taking that bed. He's he's not gonna Ryan is not gonna offer any of you. Ryan guys. would have the bed and the sofa somehow. Ryan would just, take the room. <laughs> yeah, Ryan would put it up on the sofa just like just out of spite. So, but yeah, you can you can sleep on it, but you got my cheesy feet all up in your face. Ryan would walk in the room, shut the door, and keep us outside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That does sound. Sorry, Ryan, if you listen to this, uh, we apologise. <laughs> We don't. Hey, that's the second <laughs> time Andy's buried Ryan Meyer on this follow The second oh, no. time for anyone, for anyone keeping count. This is my time. <laughs> I've, 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 I've earned this time. <laughs> it's going to be Andy Myatt at this fucking right. <laughs> right, and last but not least, so you're going on a big long drive. Who has control of the orcs cables in the car? Who is DJ? Who gets to say? Yeah, I, I'm playing the music. Who is that Tom. guy? Tom. Tom. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. But so Tom isn't the driver. No. No. Um, so why why does Tom get why is Tom the DJ? How why does he get? I, I do the sat nav, which means I also DJ. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. If if you I don't want Yoshi Tatsu's theme playing, <laughs> and then <laughs> just Oasis, and maybe Kurt Angle's TNA theme, don't get in the car. I mean, to I'll be fair, the TNA theme is, is about it. So oh, I, I just like the two noises at the start, and then after that, I'm not really, I'm not really for. <laughs> Although Tom does ha- does absolutely love turning songs off right in the middle of them, so you can't actually yes. enjoy any of the songs he plays, which are good. But that you know, the DJ in him just kicks in, and a minute in, he's like, "No, fade into the next song right now." <laughs> Nobody gets to sing along to anything. <laughs> Like, bear in mind, he is, like, eight years old. He's got that very short attention span. I mean, I I was like that when I was eight. I mean, I get, like, bored easily. I I kind of can't fault Tom for that one. I'll give him that. But it's nice that you got your your sort of car rolls um, all nicely set up. And I don't think we've chucked either of us under the bus too much. I think we're all good. I think we're all still friends after that point. Andy's looking a bit disgruntled, but, <laughs> but he knows he knows he's the boss. So he's it's not the not boss. Like... He's just not the boss. He's gonna he's gonna leave a thirty pound tip out of spite the next time he's Absolutely, allowed to eat yeah. in a restaurant. Leave the card on the table. The tip is he gonna do it subtly? Will he find like a mid range? 
thing. Like, will he give it to the person, but not necessarily let you two see how much? Or does Andy make the big showdown? Oh, oh Andy has stand up with and him. shout the person over and be like, "Hello, this money belongs to you because <laughs> I am nice." <laughs> I did a whole TGI Fridays thing and clap along to the table. It was like, yeah, this is for you. Thank you for the money. So. Andy's got three camera angles of him being generous set up. <laughs> he's got a ring he's got light. He's got a little, go, he's got a little uh, GoPro on, on his shoulder. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll film this. We'll film this. Keep oh, looking at the camera and just give it a little thumbs up every time. <laughs> they've, they've taken it. Yay. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, he is the boss, so he gets to earn the most, so he should tip the most. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't make the rules. I mean, that, that's, that's all there for you. That's all there for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we're going to get into the final stages of today's podcast. And I, since I've been doing these uh, sort of game shows on the podcast, there's one that has kind of, like, stood out for me. I have definitely surveyed 100 people. Don't try and say that I haven't. You're all talking at your ass. Um, I've even got like... (laughs) Through Zoom calls, obviously, you know, socially distant. (laughs) Um, I've even got queued up, hopefully. I mean, this is from 1994, so you you won't remember this version, but... Oh, bollocks. We have gone old school with the Family Fortunes theme tune. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I'm, I'm going to assume all three of you have played or seen Family Fortunes. You know what we're doing, yeah? We're all good yeah. on that one? Yeah. Fantastic. So you've got uh, a question which we have surveyed 100 wrestlers for. It's, uh, you've got to find five top answers. And, of course, you've got three lives. So uh, do use them. Uh, do use them carefully. So we asked 100 wrestlers. So you're going to confer your answers with each other before you give me an official answer. So okay. uh, we asked 100 wrestlers to name something that is essential in their uh, in their gear bag. A lush body spray, boys. Come on. I was lush was going to be my first thing too. Yeah, that's, that's your first thing. Yeah. Gear. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's obvious, I, isn't it? Yeah, like, I feel like this is extra. You got five your... answers to find five top answers. If you haven't brought your ring gear, then you just failed in the first step. I mean, there was a bit of a clue in ring gear bag. I'm just going to put that one out there just to kind of start you oh, off. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're being thrown a yeah. bone with gear. As leader, as leader, I'm going to say ring gear. Oh, as, do you remember when you showed up to a show without knee pads? That's a good point, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Knee, knee pads is fine, like it, like trunks, fair enough, but knee pads, people fine. But so we're gonna say gear. So and the survey says it's the top answer. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it's the top. So you've, you've found one, down. Yeah, you found one answer. You got four more to find and three lives intact. So we're what we what we say next? Would reckon is wrist Some... tape considered gear? The wrist tape's in your gear bag, hundred percent. Yeah, but like, is that it's is probably that... in that extra little bag that you bring with you, though? Yeah, true, true. Like, it's in the bag in the bag. Shall uh, we say wrist tape? Let's go wrist tape. Yeah, yeah, wrist tape. And the survey says hey. it is answer number four. Okay, so we've got the top answer. Top answer and number four. So and the, the rest, the rest of them are the people who keep borrowing it from you. 
<laughs> That's who that is. Three answers to find and three lives intact. Gotta be a spray bottle, right? Gotta be, yeah, a water uh, bottle. The amount, yeah. That, uh, the amount that a spray bottle is asked for. Yeah. Wrestling-wise. If you've got wrist tape, a spray bottle, and chewing gum, you can be popular backstage. You don't have to be witty or funny. You just need to... <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's my chum brings <laughs> every show. Yeah, that's why so I carry a spray bottle. I mean, just, just so you like, I'm putting this out there. This, By the way, this isn't on the list, but if anybody brings a can of Lynx Africa to a pro wrestling for your locker room, I will kick you out, personally. <laughs> what about the that's Marmite great. one? Ooh. Have you seen the, the Lynx Africa Marmites? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So uh, what are we saying? We're saying spray bottle? Spray bottle. I'd spray say bottle, spray yeah. bottle, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. okay. Oh. It's got louder noise. That's better. That's better. The, the yeah. production value of you just <laughs> leaning closer to your leaning laptop, to your laptop. <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, literally the, the fucking microphone bit in my head in my headphones. I'm just leaning into my laptop, smelling my own crotch, <laughs> pressing these buttons. It, it's not a good combo. I'm not gonna lie to you. But you have lost. The magic. But he, no, he has got the buttons there. The, the real buttons. I've got I've got Les Dennis sat in my living room doing the fucking Vernon <laughs> K, whichever one you prefer. So you've lost. You've got two lives remaining. I still need to find three answers. I hope some sort of like smelly spray is on there, or yeah, I don't like, want to work these yeah, hundred wrestlers. Some sort of smelly stuff. Yeah, some yeah I'm going to say like deodorant, deodorant, I suppose. Yeah, and the survey says no. Nope. I need some gross wrestlers. One hundred wrestlers, you survey. <laughs> Come on, come on, Luke. We've all worked with people that, that don't wash their gear. They've got the muskiest, swamp-ass smelling gear. The second they open their bag, everyone in the changing room, just their face goes... Mm. <laughs> it sounds you asked all of them. Yeah. So that, that, it does seem like it's 70 80%. We're like, oh, all these couple of weeks ago, they're still good. Like, dude, no, just no. But, gents, you have lost your second life. You've only got one life remaining. And there's three different answers to find. See, oh. if we had other lives to mess with, I would have said a Sharpie. Yeah, because like mm. Sharpies get asked for a lot. <laughs> and scissors, scissors get asked for a lot. Scissors as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They do. Um, huh. I'm just going for things that will make you popular. Foam rollers will make you popular. <laughs> you take a foam roller. That's yeah, true. Those who can't okay. see it because of the video, there's some really weird charades going on. It looks like he's either pulling a bit of string out of it. Can I be? Can I be really specific and say a meal deal? Oh, (laughs) a meal deal. If if it's food, it's got to be like Tesco meal deal. Something in a Tupperware box. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Tupperware earlier. Yeah, Tupperware. All the Tupperware. So what we saying? What we saying? Tupperware meal deal. That kind of yeah. And the survey says. Yes, it's the second top answer. It is Tupperware. This gear bag's going to stink if they've got food yeah. in there and no deodorants. <laughs> it's a warm meal deal as well. Yeah, like again, yeah. we've, all worked, we've all worked with those kind of people that do this. I, I, I think you've got to have a kind of monster as well, aren't you? You've got, you've got to. You've got two answers to find, only one life remains. So Ooh. we're. Um, I think that's there, boys. I think that's there. Bookings are on the. Uh, 
on the list at this point. So uh, if, if you manage to get all five, you get bookings. You don't get all five, you don't get bookings. <laughs> Whoa. I, I feel like from this we might much. get bookings because people know we don't stink. I think, yeah. I, I think I forgot to mention at the start of the Family Fortunes, this is the start. <laughs> There's no five grand. There's no car. It's just all about the bookings. So we should get booked eventually in 2023 with the sound of it. So. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, two answers to find, one life remaining. Do ring boots count as gear? They are separate. I'd, I'd say boots, boots are gear, right? Yeah, all comes under gear. Yeah, you wear spare, gear. spare clothes or something. Or... Uh, no, um... I, I think monsters are, boys. I think it's a... Oh. So we say monster? Yeah, we, we surveyed 100 people and just, uh, just saying, put that out there. I mean, it is a good point. I'm a big fan of the protein, boys. As, I, I, as I, we can all see. I don't make the rules. I just enforce protein shakes for. I don't make the rules stuff. of this game that I literally <laughs> created the rules for. <laughs> Les Dennis is fuming somewhere right now. He's sat there making this noise. Really? <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, sorry, gents. We were very close, but it's. Damn. It's not to be. It's not to be. But now that I have, I have shit on your chips, uh, <laughs> we are we are going to wrap things up because we're kind of getting towards that hour and a half kind of point. But um, is there anything that's obviously we nobody knows when wrestling shows are going to be back on? No one, I, government scientists, no one knows. Um, let's just say, for instance, from June onwards this year, so six months in advance, June onwards. Shows are back to normal. We're all good. We're, we're finding masks in our pockets and going, oh, yeah, that's a bit of a weird year and a half. <laughs> um, like, what's on the horizon for not only AWOL, but yourselves individually? What do you go, I want this to happen. I want to be in, I want to work in this place. I want to work with that person. Have you got a couple of goals in, in mind that you want to get right out the gate and be like, this is where I want to pick right back up from. This is what I want to do. This is whatever. Yeah, I see. It's going to sound like the probably markiest of Mark answers. A title will be nice somewhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, have a belt. Like, cheers. Thank you. That, that, that'll be nice. But God knows that's going to happen. Be nice too. I have, I have a few like um, expanding on tag team and having some like tag matches that people really mm. talk about would be fantastic like it's you know you maybe get one tag match a show like especially around england so let's make it the best match on the show you know what i mean yeah like um which is something you know we're progressing towards beforehand and then you know everything got stopped we got a chance to work with like quite a few really good teams which particularly for me was really eye-opening of like okay i need to step up and you know like get to the next level especially tag wise um i absolutely love to go back to germany that'd be incredible um we were there in october in 2019 and literally unbelievable it'd be great to go back and i've sort of been trying to speak this into existence for about two years now but i'd love to wrestle charles crowley (laughs) That is like top of my list. That would be absolutely fantastic. It's the like my num- call out ever. number one, number one on the list of people he I'd has- absolutely love to wrestle. Um, I just he think you know, it, yeah, it could, it could, um, you know, maybe be a bit of magic there. I'm hoping. 
Uh, Thomas, just last, yourself. Yeah, last but not least, Tom. <laughs> I am in the, in the most like black and white terms. I just sort of want wrestling back. I want shows back, and then I hope I can sort of pick up where I've left off. Keep making, keep making strides. Work as many places as I can. Just keep seeing more of the world through wrestling and getting to do it with some of the best people I've ever met. And it's it's ace to be able to do this and something that ten year old me could only dream of. Yeah. I'm now being allowed to do and allowed to do at some amazing places. And I've seen things and I've done things that I never thought I could. And I just want to keep doing that. I just want to keep surprising myself with things that I end up doing because I don't, I don't think anything's deserved in this world. I think you've got to earn it. And I don't know why I've been so fortunate to have all these great things happen. Obviously, right now we're in a, a bit of a rough time, but I have had such amazing things happen to me thanks to wrestling and I, I just wanna I just wanna keep going. I mean, like, yeah. I mean that, that's it's very sort of diplomatically put. I mean so yeah, you guys have got you know, all all the time in the world eat your feet. I mean, even if you know, things do take a bit of a while to kind of get back on board. I, I mean just seeing the the craze the can say the word creativity coming out <laughs> to you guys. You you designing your own merch, uh, you are constantly on sort of social media updating your channels. I don't think there's going to be a chance for people to kind of forget you guys. I think you've kind of got your minds in a really good, healthy place. Even though, yeah, the, 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 this day sucks because, yeah, we just just sat around with a thumbs up our ass just waiting. I don't, I don't see you guys not doing anything. I don't see you, you guys sleeping, fading, uh, fading to the back. You're always going to come up with new shirts, new slogans, new creativity, videos, whatever you're putting out there. Um, but yeah, fingers fingers crossed. It's sooner rather than later. One question I have got to ask before you guys go, because I got asked this earlier uh, when, when I got asked on what I'm doing with the day. I don't remember where I would have met you guys first. Have any of you have any ideas? Oh, because I, I, I just like I just all of a sudden know you, and obviously us three plus Ryan Myers, we have you know, catch on yeah, Facebook um, and I want to say was it StokeCon? Oh, yeah, was it StokeCon? That I think to... it was StokeCon, yeah. I think the first proper um, interaction was coming to your shows though, like actually mm. of knowing you, but I think yeah, I think we all met you at um, StokeCon. God, it must have been like two, three years ago now. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm guessing you guys would have came over to like our table or something instead of local. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember because like, it, it just didn't occur to me. I thought, well, how, how, how do we get to this point? <laughs> so I, I kind of chat to you guys a bit more than I do people I've known for five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. Yeah. It just never occurred to me that I had no idea when we would have met and just started chinwagging and whatever. So, yeah, like Stoke, you know, Stoke on Trends, that seems about right. Yeah, I think it was there. I think yeah. the next time might have been. I think it was one of your shows. Like, I don't think we, yeah, me and you just came straight up to us and was like, "Yeah, hey, how are you doing?" I, was like, oh, wow. I think, it, I think it, it was me, Andy, and Troy were yes, um, was, Troy yeah. Goose, who is also brilliant. Amazing. By the way, Troy if we're dropping like Troy's fantastic. Um, <laughs> don't book us, book Troy. <laughs> is what we're saying with this podcast. Yeah. Um, Troy's the best. Yeah, Troy. Troy's wonderful. And um, we were we were sat in the crowd in uh, the crowd for one of your shows, and um, I think like that's when you know we had more of a conversation. Mm. Yeah, you came what straight it? up to us. Like, uh, yeah. it's like you, it's like you knew us for ages. I 
I don't even know if you would have seen any stuff we did. He's just like, oh, there you are. Hey, how are you doing? Like, <laughs> I, think, um, like, you can spot a wrestler a mile off, I think. You know what I mean? Like, especially when you're at a show, you can tell who's a talent. And even if they're not booked, you can spot a talent a mile off. Uh, they're usually fake tans. They're dressed in black. You know what I mean? There's certain, <laughs> certain things you can tick off. You go, yeah, they're, they're probably a worker somewhere. So probably they've, just got, they've got a really full backpack with them because they don't want to bring a case. That seems too yeah. much. That's but if they've, got, if they've got a backpack and they're like, oh, no, random man from crowd, come and work my match. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, like, I mean, on, on, on show days, I'm, I'm kind of like, my head's up my arse anyway. Like, so... Something must have clicked in. Like, oh, I'm pretty certain I know them. Like, I don't know. I'd probably had you on Facebook before we mm. actually yeah, spoken properly. Could it have been the the show with um, Chrissy Steele debuting yes. in the yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was, yeah. Because I know. Um, obviously, our DJ for people that don't know, our DJ Chris, who's going to lovingly edit this podcast for us and leave in all these sweary bits and bits Hi, and Chris. whatever. Hi, Chris. Cheers, Chris. Nice one. Um, he debuted in that battle royale, and I know that he'd bought you um, he bought you seats, Auntie, at the back of the yeah. room. Yeah. And I was on merch at the back of the room, so I was kind of like back there. Troy, uh, this is so bad, but Troy Goose came up to me because I'd said to him um, weeks prior, maybe a month prior, he'd sent me a message. Hey, mate, I'm a wrestler from Nottingham. Do you mind if I come along, say hello, introduce myself, and we can have a little chat? I'm like, yeah, mate, that's cool come along and just kind of forgot about it because I say there's a million <laughs> things on show day, especially mm-hmm. that show. Cause that show is, is, is emotional anyway, because of the, um, the battle Royale being for like one of our yeah. friends. That died. Yeah, so I, mean, I, was, I was at the back of the room. I had, you know, it's daytime. I've got my sunglasses on. I'm crying like a little baby. Cause it's, it's, it's a bit emotional. I've got Kim in, in the ring, you know, talking and all that sort of thing. And Troy came up to me and said hello. And I think he kind of assumed that I'd remembered speaking to him. Not got a fucking clue. He didn't know. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he didn't know what I was like on show day. I mean, I, 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 I think I offered him raffle tickets and he just looked at me oh. like a bit. Oh, that's bad. Troy, I'm sorry if you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, um, yeah, Chris bought yeah. us the tickets because we helped like getting ready for the battle royal basically it was like the three of us and he gave us a list of things to do that like, i need to do this like a back pump a clothesline i need to take all of this like, okay cool yeah he's like 10 things on his list we go to watch he's gonna do all of these one move out We're like he took one one of... spear from redacted and got yeah. eliminated yeah. you <laughs> should have seen oh. him doing canadians with us yeah Destroying the runners, things of beauty really dives I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, i've got to take a little bit of um, oh, I'll, t- I'll take all of it. So yeah, that was my idea. We had so much we had to get into that that battle royale. Whereas we had to get Chris out first because safety wise, you know, I mean, like he's he's my yeah, friend. He's, yeah. he's my brother. He's six stone, seven. Stone. I mean, he's a bit more than eight stone now. He's he's put on a bit of lockdown weight. Chris, love you, but um, that's my life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he's eating, which is cool. Like I'm I'm, I'm fine with that shit. But like he's very thin. He's not. Taking pro- show day bumps and training bumps are two very different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I, I needed to get him out of the ring as quick as I could. Then Grod needed to be thrown out of the ring by the girls he had a match with earlier on, and then the match could kind of like start properly and whatever. Um, so yeah, like that—that that was my decision. I kind of 
said, we need to get you out first and foremost. No one is going to touch until you're safely out the ring. Um, uh, yeah, which is cool. Which, to be fair, that was what right before the interval is maybe a two-hour show. So he gets speared and off, which is a very good speed. He gets chucked out. And he spends the second half of the show, like an hour, hour and a half for the interval, walking around, holding his ribs. Which Sam, really selling the yes. ribs, yes. I Sam. noticed that. <laughs> but this is the best bit. So his mum came up to him and his mum's like, oh, are you okay, baby, you okay? He's like, yeah, mum, shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm selling it, shut up. And so, <laughs> so, so that she'd know, like, you know, a little boy's okay. And he's selling the ribs for like an hour, hour and a half after the move, which I was like, yes, well done, well done, well done. Now... The camera cuts off before this point. Remember the end of that show where it's Sugar, Ryloid, and Ritmo doing the two cool dance? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So they start dancing into the crowd, and I think it's Ryloid kind of comes down with Chris arm in arm, and Chris is doing a fucking like a shindig. The like like <laughs> it's I mean, it's right at the end of the footage. If you watch the, like the online uh, on demand stuff, it cuts off before this, but the rough cut on our YouTube channel. It's just Chris, like, just with his arm around, I think it is Ryloid, with his arm around Ryloid, just kind of... looks like today, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> just, as, oh, you, you dick, you, what a dick. <laughs> it's, it's not his fault, it's not his fault, because he did such, and I, I, honest to God, Chris, when you listen to this back, I absolutely love the, the amount of selling you did on your ribs. Even outside, when you're outside smoking, he was selling the ribs. When he was drinking, he was selling the ribs. It was so, so good. And you don't get that with a guy that's been in the business two minutes in terms of performing. I was so proud. It was just that end bit of like, don't, don't do the fucking the foxtrot. With- <laughs> 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 well, no, it, 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 it did, he did good. He did good. I can't, I can't fault him. But I, yeah, I'm sure I would have said hello to you at that show. But I say. Uh, show day fail is a very different fail. Emotional fail is, is a very different fail. So, yeah, a- apologies, but you know what? It's all worked out in the end. We're all, yeah. we're all, we're all good. So it's all good. But honestly, honestly, gents, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Now we've talked about it for ages. We were, we were going to move on and just review old press and few shows, but you know what? We wanted to go back, fill in some gaps and chat to some really cool people with some really cool stories and real cool outlooks. And you three bring to the business something that no one else has got. And I'm so glad we got you on the podcast. There's a million and one other things we could have talked about, but we do want to keep this under kind of like 10 hours. So (laughs) is there anything that you want to promote? Have you got like any merch for sale on your big cartel shops, anything like that? I'm I'm being stared at because my shirt's on sale. But uh, yes. how <laughs> much is how many percent is off your shirt right now, brother? Twenty one percent off. Yeah, it is. Twenty twenty one, because you know. Where's the big cartel? And all that. You, you know, I can get twenty one percent off your very pretty and well designed shirt. It's very. Where can I do that? Where can we get that from? Um, you you should be able to do that at benjaminholland.bigcartel.com. Um. But I wasn't actually going to promote anything. I was just going <laughs> to, I was, um, I was just going to say thanks because, like, this is very cool. You know, um, yeah. it's always not like you, we could talk about wrestling forever and you know bore the years <laughs> off the entire world. But um, it's nice to get to do it. And like Tom said earlier, you know, wrestling like bought me and my best friends and some of the coolest stuff I've ever done. So, uh, and even though some. 
some of your best friends hated you from day one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the fact that they grew to hate you is, is that that's <laughs> and like, then that's grew that. to love him, and that's the bit oh. that matters. And oh, then grew okay. back to hating him. And then yeah, yeah. And then grew to hate him during that game we played earlier. So cheers, Phil. Thanks for that. Yeah, it <laughs> was dead. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it was dead. Thanks for having us. I'd like uh, like um. <laughs> I have a big cartel. There's nothing on it right now. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Janudson01. Um, and if you've sat here all this time and listened to this, thank you. Like it genuinely does mean a lot. We're yeah. just three lads sort of moaning about wrestling to Phil. So it <laughs> genuinely does mean a lot that you'd sit there and listen to us go on. We, we also have team shirts. You can buy our team shirts. They're like not just not just cons. You can buy ours. Ours are good. I thought I'd leave that to the leader. Yeah, I don't know how much they are. <laughs> 20 quid something like this that this is why just, I deal with that yeah. just DM us um, Twitter, Instagram don't have me on Facebook because yeah. I never use it really they will, yeah they Twitter, Instagram shirts are made to order so if you'd like yes. one and like any of the multitude of designs because we can't stop designing things we'd love it uh, more, more shirts than matches us lot but <laughs> uh... <laughs> That is not. That's not a bad thing, though, gents. That is not a bad thing. As as, as the promoters, it, seriously, that is not a bad thing. Have as much beauty. Things like I'm, I'm going to blow some smoke up your asses. It's fucking good merch. You're not selling, and I'm going to not put the promotion's name in here. You're not selling badges or fucking yo-yos with words written on. Oh yeah, promotions have done that. And I've, Judge by the look on your faces, you know which ones I mean. You're not selling. <laughs> You're not selling shit merch. It's very well designed. It's very well sourced. It's very well uh, priced and marketed. It's very well shown off. Like you are doing everything right in that department. So you need to take a lot of credit for that. Like that's very well thought out, very well done um, business because that's what it is, you know. So please do take that from you know. Someone that's been in this business 13 years, I've seen a lot of shit. And you know, the merch wise, what are you pushing out? You all need to take a lot of credit for that because it is actually superb. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know how to. Uh... <laughs> well, you still, you still have bought yeah. one, have you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got, you got oh, his speaking nice, can he? You call him oh, the leader. You call him the leader. I. Authority. You know what I, mean? I, I spend like seven minutes buttering him up, and then what, what he does? <laughs> you know, you know what we need on top of this compliment. What we need is some fucking jam on it. I'm gonna fucking chuck it back at him. I'm like, you know what? It's just good merch for the people that bought it. Actually, saying that, this is really bad because I know you bought one of my shirts, and Tom bought one of my shirts. Yeah, and and one of you didn't buy one of my shirts. Our top banana oh, of professional yeah. wrestling. Well, we'll segue out of this to say. Uh, <laughs> so you're not going to mention it hard on that big cartel. I have. I, I have. I have put it out recently. I want to give sort of back to wrestling a little bit. I can design gear for people. Should anybody uh, want that? If you've seen like any of us three wrestle, I've I've done all of our own stuff. Um, so I'm not really asking for any money. Just give me some reference photos and things, and I'm more than happy to. You know, draw something up. Uh, at Sweet Prince BH on Twitter, just send me a message. I'll, uh, cause it's fun. It's fun to do. So, hey, what's it? What a, what a nice way to wrap this up. We're starting to get into sort of bad blood territory. We're going to 
but we saved it right at the end. Obviously, yeah, Gar- Tom brings it back by being the leader, a yeah, true exactly. leader. I mean, if if we're going with the chess analogy, Connor for me is is the rook, is the castle. You know what I mean? He's very dependable. He is that. He, he, you know, he's he can travel one side of the board to the other. He can fucking take out a law. He's formidable. Here's the rook or rook, whatever you want to call him. We don't know what Tom is yet. I don't want to call him a bishop. I don't want to call him that. But... <laughs> I want to be the horse. I don't know what he's called, but I want to be the horse. A knight. I want to be knight. a knight. I don't know uh, what they do, but it's the coolest piece. Keith, that sums you up, really. <laughs> that sums me up. You know what? Let's, let, let's just give it to him. Tom, you are the knight. You are the little horse thing that moves two spaces in one space in a completely different direction. <laughs> yep. Cheers. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I'll do. So, uh, ladies and gents, this has been Series 3, Episode 4 of Snap, Crackle and Cheap Pops, the Progressive Few podcast. My name's Phil Woodvine. This has been AWOL. Thank you very, very much for listening and good night. Thanks for listening. Check out Pro Wrestling For You on all social media platforms and stream our back catalogue of shows over at pw4uondemand.co.uk.